Hello, and welcome to episode 90 of the Tend to Go podcast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, Sam Spangler. I love that hook. I love that little hook at the just... Oh, the, the song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best part of it. You know, that other that other roadcaster thing has an auto fade down to where if I push a button at a specific moment, it'll quiet itself so I don't have to do this part. That looks really rough, lowering your finger, so... Yeah, I could see why you'd want a button. But see, if I do that, then I don't <laughs> then forget. Then, then I don't then forget to do up. that. <laughs> Look, but you just did it. Look how because much we've I'm learned. talking about Look how about much we've it. learned in ninety episodes. <laughs> ninety episodes. Wow, it's ninety episodes. Can Almost. you believe that? Look at us. It, 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 look, look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I need to make that a sound on the soundboard. Who would have thought? Just Speaking to, of, I saw that guy in person. Paul Rudd. Yeah, oh, for the big, the big slick, slick stuff. Yeah. So did you and your wife partake in that? Yeah. Yeah, we went to... So she works at Children's Mercy Hospital, and they had a dedicated section, because that's obviously who they, they donate tell, to. You also need to tell the people what Big Slick is. Cause yeah. So Big Slick was Our millions a, of multi-around-the-world international people may not understand. Exactly. They may not understand. So Big Slick started as just like a fundraiser thing for Children's Mercy, basically. And they used to be in the back room of like a casino, where they just were playing poker and everything. And it has now grown to where it takes over the T-Mobile Arena, which is one of our downtown like sporting concert like venues and everything that's um, kind of by power and light down here um, and it's kind of a, vari- a variety show we weren't actually really sure what to expect but it had a lot of um, people that are known to Kansas City and Missouri actually Missouri. just Missouri as well which uh, included Paul Rudd which is the big reason we were there because my your wife's list wife yeah, he's, he's on her list and so he's on my list too he's on my list. i know quite a few people that you know seem like he's on their list and everything but it's actually a little funny because she um sent out a tweet or something like that on the official children's mercy or, or something like that about why are you going to big slick and her thing was well my husband thinks i really only worked at children's mercy to try to meet paul rudd and they liked it and they were possibly going to give away uh, tickets to go backstage and like, oh. meet the people like if they you know if you could comment it on this nice. and so she was like getting really excited about like <laughs> are they gonna pick me am i gonna go you should have told me i would have blown that shit up <laughs> I know, right? so, um so it was you know it's just kind of funny that like we were there um but so it has paul rudd eric stone street who was on modern family um i'm trying to look up some of the other rob riggle What's that? Rob, Rob Riggle. Yeah, Rob Riggle. Um, normally, normally Mr. Jason Sudeikis yeah, is involved. but he's shooting Ted, yeah, the final Ted season Lasso of Ted Lasso. And, yes, uh, and all these guys are from the Kansas City area. Yeah. And David so. Kochner, who's, you know, from yeah. things, multiple, multiple things. Multiple things. Yeah. John Hamm used to partake in it, or did a couple times, because he's from St. Louis. Yeah. So, but these all these guys are from the Kansas yeah. City area. So. And then uh, Cheryl Crow was there. This year. That's she why along. she was in town. Well, first of all, do you know what Grinders is? Yeah, she's performing at the in the That's stage awesome. behind Grinders with yeah. Crossroads, which I was like, "That's such a small well, venue. That'd be a great concert." But yeah, and I will tell you. So, like, I'm not knowing what to expect going to this. It was kind of one of those that I was like, "Okay, what is this going to be?" And it's basically them hosting a fundraising event. You know, them right. kind of like coming For out the and being like, hey, yeah, like, let's try to raise money. Let's do this. And so between that, like a comedian would come out and like do pieces, which the comedians were all pretty funny in all honesty. Um, and then uh, a magician came out at one point. That was probably the like, eh, it was OK. It wasn't anything great, but, you know, what it is what it is. Um, but then Cheryl Crow performed at the very end nice. and just killed it i mean it's cheryl right, Crow. it was right. awesome and it was like i'm not a huge like concert person but like even just to like be in that situation where it wasn't like set up for her it was right. just set up you know like f- for this fundraising event and she like 
knocked it. I recorded a. Actually, I'll, I'll find that clip real quick. There are some people that that not not every musician translates well to um, live, and but the ones that do. Here we go. Oh yeah, she oh, sounds amazing. My gosh, and she's right. sixty years old. Yeah, and she was sixty incredible. That's like nuts. Like I said, I mean, and I'm not even the biggest Cheryl Crow fan, but I am now because right. she was just awesome. So real quick, and I actually, and she grew up in Kennett, Missouri, or yeah, something. I thought like it was, that. I didn't know if it was Kansas or Missouri. I didn't no, remember. she grew up. She grew up in Missouri, and it's like. I know South. Melissa Etheridge is also from the area, and I know she. I thought she partook a couple uh, years ago. But. but I was looking this. My wife was looking up where she's lived. And she's like that by St. Louis. So I was like, I don't know. I've never heard of it. And she looked it up, and it's south of a place called Poplar Bluff, oh, where my I know where mom Bluff grew is. up. Your mom is, grew up in Poplar yeah, Bluff. Yeah, and is like nothing was nothing like yeah. not. So I'm like, if she grew up like around that area, I'm like right. came from nowhere, <laughs> and I'm just like. Holy smokes. My work does business for a woman who's from Poplar Bluff who lives in Kansas City now. Yeah. But she's got, she does um, work for several businesses in Poplar Bluff. Well, yeah. she's going down for 4th of July weekend. She had, she had to pick up like, I need my 100 hats picked so I can take them with me. And I'm like, why? She's like, well, because I'm going to Poplar Bluff and that's yeah. where they're going. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Gotcha. Um, I know we're going to get into talking about a little bit more life, personal stuff. But I do want to share a quick story since you're talking about music. Please do. Um, so a couple weeks ago, so my wife is a huge 70s, 80s country fan. Sounds like my kind of gal. Uh, right. And oh, wait, I, you said 70s, 80s. Country. Country. Oop. Let me just. Rip, 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 rip. What'd you Maybe think I'm, I meant? I thought you just said 70s, 80s music fan. Well, I don't she know about, is. Like, she, right, well, right, right. And I would even say late 70s. So, and I would country say, part kind of is the little thing that I'm just like, okay. well. I would say most 80s music she probably likes, but country hardcore. Okay. Um, but. So two amazing country singers that don't tour or anything anymore, um, Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan, are going out on tour. And their first stop was at the amphitheater here in dinky little Lee Summit. That's awesome. Well, Monica thought she had saw where the tickets were like 15 bucks. Apparently it was a one-day deal. We get up there, or so she goes. It's like she goes one. She goes. Can we just drive up there and see if we can hear him? Because it's, you know where the amphitheater yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just like we just you drive don't need up to be there in there to yeah, right. But sure. they had shit blocked off to where you couldn't. They were like, you can't park past here unless you pay for tickets. I see. And so we were like, we drove up, and I'm like, let's just do a loop in the parking lot. We don't. We won't park. We'll just go in and come back around, and we get up just as they're introduced, and we they hear them, and the music starts playing, and Monica's all freaking out, and. We, this was like a, we looked at the boys like, hey, your mom and I are going to run an errand. We'll be right back. We were just going to go do this. How much were tickets there? Well, hold on a second. <laughs> okay. okay. So we go, we do the loop and you can hear them start to sing. And Monica and I are, she's like, oh my God, that's Lori Morgan and all this other stuff. And we go, we pull out of where the amphitheater is and we're going down to a black, whatever, black nail or black well, Blackwell. Blackwell. Um, Blackwell. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, she looks like she really wants to do this. I said, you know what? The boys are fine. I said, screw it. Let's go do this. And she got really excited. So we get up there, and I'm like, two tickets, you know, in my head going off of what, 15, what she $15 told me. A piece. Well, okay, with all the fees, it's $92. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, how, I'm sorry? And 
I would say the biggest reason that I immediately was like taken aback was because this isn't like a big concert venue. Right. This is a small stage that's in a park. Yeah. And And I was like, and she kind of looks because she was all excited at first. And then when they heard the cost, even Monica was like, uh, yeah, no. And so we were like, all right, well, we start walking back to the car. Well, they break into one of Monica's favorite songs. We get to the car. It's like, well, let's just sit here. Like nobody else, nobody's paying attention to us. We're just sitting in the parking lot. We can see the stage and we're listening. And then we go to leave. And then another one of her favorite songs comes on and she just opens her, does this with her phone out the window and just audio records it. And so then we leave and Monica, she's all really happy. The recording was great. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, so it was just a fun little, I was like, I was tempted to just say, screw it. We're going to stay here for a couple hours until I was like, that's a lot of money for such a very small is such an interesting, like, you know, because they used to do a lot more like concerts downtown Lee Summit. Right. They would close off the streets and there was like Jamaican jam and like all these places and they would close it off and they'd have a stage and everything. And then when they built that amphitheater out there, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But like, it's just like... Far, it's not far away by any means, right. but it's just enough. It's just that you're it's just, just outside of the main you, dr- of you everything. Don't town. think about it quite as much, and then because I forget it's there. And then they're just punks about like bringing in food, bringing in snacks. They're like, nope, not you can't bring in anything unless it's like water and sealed. Like which I mean, a lot of concert venues do anyway. So I'm not trying to like poo poo that part. Right, but it's just like. But but those like are usually really big amphitheaters that are designed for like huge. Exactly. You know, this isn't like you're not going to see Aerosmith here, right? You know, or like right. something like. But a huge but Monica band. felt real bad because there weren't a lot of people there, and I said to her, "I said probably because you're overpricing tickets." Like, exactly. look, I get these are big name. Even even now, I would say these are some big name stars. But if they were at a different venue, they could have pulled off charging for those tickets. The venue they were at, nobody wanted to do that, especially yeah. right at the well, start of real summer. Yeah. And it's hotter and crap outside <laughs> and you can't breathe and the humidity's thick and a, it's like a little like just interesting story. I can't remember if I talked about this, but like there was an event out there that was like kind of like a um a different Lee Summit arts groups were gonna be out there one yeah, weekend yeah, yeah. and it was free and I was like, Oh, maybe we'll do that. But then it ended up like my son didn't want to go. He was kind of just like, Man, I'm exhausted. Can we just hang out home? And I was like, Sure, but Emily and uh, my daughter were like, Hey, we wanna go see it. You know, we're gonna go still and I was like, Okay, that's fine, we'll stay home, you guys go. And then Emily's like this sucks. She's <laughs> like, this is just not great. And like the things they're putting on. Cause um, that was when the high school was going to be orchestra or band the orchestra or somebody was going to perform the, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was another reason I thought it'd be cool to be out there. Cause yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that they are pretty good. And, yeah. um, but yeah, it was not. And it's just, yeah, I'm just like, sometimes I'm like the venues they have out there. I do feel like just like they send them out there to die. Like, I'm yeah. just like, it's just, I don't know. I, they need a little bit more. Um, Sam, I'll do a little bit of house cleaning. Um, anyone who might have noticed this when they opened up their podcast app, when they went to go listen to it, we have new artwork. Um, and if you'll notice, the the name of the podcast has a, a little bit of a change. Uh, going forward, it will now people be... People love change. Yeah, people love change. Uh, we're dropping the untitled part of it. Um, it's just the BS podcast. We've earned we've the earned, title. We've earned the title of the BS podcast. Just, After 90 we, damn we episodes. We had a sit down with the commission, yep. and they said you made it to 90. Yeah. We didn't uh, think it was going to happen. And I'll be honest, the biggest voice for it was Vic. And Eric Stone Street. And Eric Stone Street. Yeah, he was on the board. So. 
Um, which means we're going to kind of clean up a little bit of the... Another reason Big Slick was here. The another reason it was just for the podcast. Just for the meeting. I totally understand that. He, wasn't, he said he wouldn't be on it. Um, okay. So the, the, the podcast episode name, Shtick Sticks, we're, we're still going to keep doing that. Nothing's going to change there. Uh, it's basically just cleaning up a whole bunch of stuff, including the, mm-hmm. the logo and the name, and to make it a little more discoverable. Um, and to also to help with the discoverability of it, uh, we're going we're gonna to streamline the, the way we talk, the topics that we talk about, I guess. Um, we typically, like we just spent time talking about, you know, stuff as we have going on in our lives. Uh, instead of that taking up so much of a preamble to us actually talking about stuff, that's just going to become part of what we do. Uh, typically we'll try and change, change it to the conversation we just had. It's just kind of the first conversation we have is talking about stuff going on in our life. Yeah. Uh, like what we just did, yeah. but now it, it's, it's a part of the show because well, there's, there's more to us than just gaming. That's right. We've talked about, you know, Sam's in the medical profession. We've talked Damn about straight. a lot of stuff, especially in the world we live in nowadays. Um, you know, we're both fathers. That's a huge, huge point of interest in a lot of the stuff we talk about um and it's just there's more things in the world than just yeah. gaming and entertainment there's news. loves the things that we have hates that we have and things that we want to share with the rest of the world yeah and and certain things i choose not to share with the rest of the world. <laughs> which is probably um, good <laughs> which is very very good um but we're still going to talk about entertainment we're still going to talk about video games we're going to try and give them all equal space in in the the conversation but uh, I'm not gonna not. I'm not going to restrict double the negative, fact that I know negative. double negative. Okay. I'm not going to restrict that. Maybe maybe a majority of the episode is us talking about life and stuff that's going on in our life at the moment, and maybe we don't really talk about a lot of entertainment or gaming that episode, and we'll cut it down. Uh, basically, pulling back on a lot of the news talk. That's not going to say that's going to go away because stuff like Gamescast or Gamescon and the you know entertainment you know emmys happen and stuff like that all sorts of things happen that guess what there's some news we should probably talk about it but as a whole it's gonna be more topic based um more life story topic based um more generalized entertainment topic based and general no you're fine generalized good thing it's not oh good the volume's down if it was connected to my which i have it turned down because i I got a little look i noticed it was connected to my my phone so i'm glad the volume's down on that um and more generalized gaming discussion speaking of gaming and it's it's brent that's blowing up our messenger thing yeah brent hey even though you don't listen uh, i'm actually gonna I'm, gonna I'm gonna say this so um so we're, we're gonna so this will kind of be how like hey how you doing have a good weekend blah 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 but then sam how's life it's good it's you know busy as usual i think i kind of outlined all the things that we kind of set up ourselves for but it's starting to come to a uh kind of deceleration as far as like schools are the summer school portions are kind of just kind of finishing up and everything and um the rest of the week this is like this for my little two ones like they're going to be done with like their summer school stuff although my son is off at camp right now so what kind that's of camp? interesting um it's like a church camp oh okay, okay and everything so he's he left on monday and he gets back on friday so he's been is he doing robotics time. i think he wants to maybe i don't know question mark because this is his last year right or no, th- no, he's in middle school. Yeah, now. he's in middle school. But they do have like robotics. Oh, no, I, there, so. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's one of those things that we are just, yeah, things are calming a little bit with everything we've had going. But then with that, other things are accelerating with 
my Missouri River race is coming up. That is July 12th through the 15th. Me and my friend Justin, shout out to Justin, uh, are so going that's next to, week, not next week, not next week, two weeks, yeah, two right. weeks. But we are going to be floating from Caw Point to St. Charles, basically, and that's so basically Kansas City area to St. Louis area, yeah, pretty much. And so, and I asked you this via text: Do you feel mentally and physically ready? I do much more than I did when we started, and I, I'm more encouraged about a couple of the things I'm seeing now. And I think I'm also accepting of the fact that if we don't finish, it's not. I'm like, we are tried to achieve it. We're going to try to accomplish it, but it's not like a failure if we don't make it. It's Your end goal it. is the experience. Exactly. Not the exactly. Would I love to complete this and like have this under my belt of being like, dude, I floated 340 miles, 100%. That'd be amazing. You don't want to destroy the competition? <laughs> I would love to destroy the conversation, <laughs> but the top tandem time for this race, 38 hours. So that ain't happening. I can tell you that right now. We are not going to beat 38 hours. And did you guys know a couple episodes we talked about you prepping and you guys did a a practice race. You guys, I I think I saw you posted on your Facebook page. You got a new boat. Yes, we do have a new boat. Jackie is her name. Jackie. It is from our friend. That is his late wife's name um, that um, my Justin has met down in the area he lives in. And he was kind enough to graciously lend us his boat for this river race. Um, and we have, he's, my friend has taken out, Justin has taken it out and, um, trialed it with a couple of people. And he like, is like, this boat is so much lighter. He's like, it is so much swifter in the water. And those are the things that I wanted to hear to know that I feel like we could accomplish the lighter part, the lighter, especially because his boat, I, I refer it to as an apologize, expletive coming up motherfucking tank because it really (laughs) was, it felt like paddling in concrete and i was just like this thing felt like it wasn't moving at all and people that weren't paddling as much as we were seemed like they were just flying by us right and so the fact that now we have a boat that he describes as swift and agile and light i'm just like you're saying all the things i like here buddy yeah let's just let's try to get this going and if we can make certain uh make certain checkpoints before the Reaper boat, there's a Reaper boat that comes by and you have to get um, at certain checkpoints. You have to be ahead of it. Otherwise, you're disqualified. Um, if we are able to make it past the first checkpoint, I think we're golden. I think we're going to be able to do it. So I'm encouraged um, because I feel like we did the shootout race, which was 51 miles in the worst possible case scenario with the heaviest boat on one of the windiest days. Um, and it was not pleasant at all. And now we have modified our canoe and we've got plans to put a skirt on this one, or at least kind of a makeshift skirt to keep the wind levels down. And what is a skirt again? A skirt basically goes on the top of the boat. Um, and we're just going to use like a tarp basically and use clamps. Um, and it kind of blocks wind from kind of getting in and kind of, you know, using your boat as a sail basically and pushing you back the other way. Cause the boat we did use was big fat ass wide and anytime the wind blew, it felt like we were just basically sitting flat in the water, not moving at all. So this, I think, is all going to accomplish better. We have a ground crew with us, which is my wife and his wife. And so that means we're cutting down on like what we're going to be packing in the canoe as well, because it's like we don't need as much weight. If we can just be like, hey, when I'm out of this water, we're going to stop here real quick, refuel, refuel, and go back on the water again. So it's going to be like water, a little bit of snacks, and that's probably it. Like yeah. We're not going to have much more than that. And then we're cool. just gonna keep going along. Well, the boat I'm, I'm excited stuff. for you guys too, because just because just for yeah. the experience. I think the one thing that has hit me a little bit is that uh, there is going to be night canoeing involved in this, and that is 
interesting because as as I was kind of reading, watching the safety video today, they talk about you kind of want to stay in certain lanes. Like if you imagine the Missouri River is a five lane highway, they said you kind of want to stay in lanes two, three, and four. You don't want right. to be out in five or one, which is kind of on the periphery right. for a couple of reasons. Because there could be wing dams out there, which are you know these like stone structures that come out to kind of help direct the flow of water, and it could damage your boat. Um, in addition to that, like this, it may look faster, but it actually could create what's called eddies where it's like kind of still water right. because of that. So we kind of want to be in that. And so knowing that information, but also being like, we're gonna have to do this at night and yeah. there are barges on the, the river at nighttime. And I'm like, that's going to be an interesting phenomenon right. as we are not able to see quite as much. Right. I feel like the night part would be equal parts like fascinating yes and terrifying yes that is exactly the way i feel too that Are I'm you just guys like, can get a whole bunch of like glow sticks and well, just so you're on your boat you have to have lights to to like basically notify what's your starboard side your port side and then the back and so those has to be on there we do have glow sticks with us as well um and i do have um the big thing is obviously you don't want a lot of light on too because as it's at nighttime it can kind of blind you if you have right. like real bright light oh right you need to see in front of you exactly. and the light in front of your face would kind of like flash you too right. much which we do have a my justin has bought a spotlight a waterloo waterproof spotlight to kind of look if there's something like we're concerned about we're like what's going on we hear weird water let's just check it out real quick um, but in addition to that, I do have a um, headlight light that has a red light on it. And oh, that nice. is to hopefully nice. help with the nighttime so that I can still have light but not blind myself. So we're just getting <laughs> as ready as we can for it. And I think there's one of what, those you just can never be prepared enough. Last question. what What's the weather forecast so far coming for? Like, is there like trends that they're, they've put out that far out? So uh, far? Nothing so far that we've seen. In the little video, they t talked about how in the 17 years that they've hosted the event, that there's only been one time that they've had a delay. And like what they say, like they'll thunderstorms do. Thunderstorms Yeah, thunderstorms. They said, you know, they're like, hey, if there's lightning on the, you know, the river, um, the best thing you can do, get out. They're like, don't be in your boat because like even if you're in your boat and water, you know, lightning strikes the water, obviously water is conductive. They're like, you can be affected by that. And if you're knocked out, it's like it's much better to be knocked out while you're on the shore than right. knocked out in your canoe or in the water. Yeah. And so they're like, so if something like that happens, get off. And fog is also another big concern oh. because they say like, you know, in the early mornings, lots of fog will sit there. And they say it's much better to just chillax and let the fog burn off because if these barges are coming, they can't see through the fog, obviously, and you could just right. be right in front of them and just... Which I think is match. what makes the night... And I'm not trying to frighten you. No, no. <laughs> well, I think what, one of the things that makes the night part a little more terrifying in my mind is if something happens yeah. and you, like, flip and capsize or something... What do you do? You can't see anything. Exactly. Like... Kind of out of luck. You know, you just kind of pray that either somebody's nearby and willing to help. Yeah. Or that, you know... Which they do have, you know, like they talk about safety crews that are monitoring, you know, the river the entire time they're with you and everything and the different, you know, motions you can make and people can call in. I mean, I've got multiple numbers on my phone that's like, call this number, call this number. You can text this number if you need to, um, to get, you know, somebody to you for to help like right. provide some safety um, or, you know, reassurance. So. Cool. It, yes. Fascination and terrifying is definitely <laughs> the right way to explain it. And then in addition to that, though, my friend and I have talked, we're like, you know, our goal, too, is like we're not going to like power through the night and just be like, we're going all night. And I'm like, we are going to 
select a time that we're like, we're going to get here. That's our goal. But if we don't, there's a cutoff. Like we're d- stopping to sleep. We right. have to you sleep. Have, you need, you need, need if you, if this was something you guys were a hundred percent experienced with and you were yeah. like, Hey, let's just try and power through this yeah. year. That's one thing, but you've done one sample race. Yeah. And, and I wanted to, I wanted to drop out of the, this race <laughs> right after doing it. And then as my kind of given my, myself some more time to process and everything, I was like, I think it'll be good. Good. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to it. And maybe while Justin's in town, we can get him to yeah. sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. With and us then for all it. our friends that are, you know, um, paying attention to when we are on the race, if you go to raceal.com, you can actually look. We have to check in at these certain checkpoints, and you can keep track of our times and when we check and in. And hopefully places. it works this and time. And hopefully it works <laughs> so that you can kind of see our progress as we're going. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. I wish you guys the best of luck. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk again before then, but and it's just one of those. Now let me pass it back to you. Yes. What's going on with you in your life? Work. Um, Monica. So I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. So my wife has several autoimmune diseases. She has um, rheumatoid arthritis. She has lupus, and another one that I can't remember. Basically, I've been told it's the trifecta of the three. They things. come in threes. Yeah. So. Um, she started taking, she's now officially halfway through um, the first six months of taking, tell me the exact phrase, a bio, it's a type of shot. So like, I want to call it biotechnic, but that's, I don't think that's the right f- words. Anyways, it's an engineered shot mm-hmm. just for people for this stuff. When what What's really cool to me is uh, one of my customers came into work one day, oh, I just donated plasma. And I think you and I had talked about it. Emily has donated mm-hmm. plasma. Oh, yeah, yeah. She um, donates blood all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. And, you know, they can spend that so plasma and other things. I other was products. talking to her about it, and apparently her um, her husband's sister also has the same things my wife has. Mm. And she was talking about how she thought it was cool because those shots that, like, my wife or other people that take them come from people who donate plasma. It's how yeah. they engineer those shots. And I was like, oh, well, now I really want to donate plasma because then in my head I can just say, well, I'm helping you directly. Exactly. You know, the ones you're taking and you're using, that's from that that's from me. me. That, that could be. No, it could, not could be. Make the shot from Brandon's. From Brandon's yeah. things. Um, so it's been the past. So basically, it takes six months for your body to get used to it. And she does it every other week. And we're about halfway. And true to if it's really how it's supposed to work, after about four or five days, she... She goes from being really good for the first four or five days and it starts falling off again to where she's in a lot of pain and things are a little, you know, iffy um, until she takes the shot again and it's a cycle. And it used to only be a couple days. So if, it, if they're staying true and she's really at the halfway mark and she's kind of about halfway through two weeks. So the, the hope is over the next three months, it'll work itself out to where it lasts for the whole two weeks. And then the longer she does it, the more effective it stays and grows. Nice. So, but having said that, um, so she takes her shot this weekend. So the last couple of days have not been great. So we've just had a lot of new soreness from her, new pains in her body. She's not used to, which has kind of taken over everything we've been doing lately, which it's, it's life and it's fine. It doesn't bother me. It's just, it sucks to sit and watch. I literally can't do anything. All I can do is help her do things. I can help uh-huh. her stand up. I can help her lay down. I can help her, you know, if she needs help changing clothes or something. I do that, and I do it regularly. And it's fine. It's just hard because I feel like that's not enough, and I think it's more me mentally. I can't process it very well. And I'm like, 
I, I look and understand and know that I can't do anything. Everyone I talk to is always just like, well, can't they just fix it already? And it's like, you don't, you don't fix autoimmune diseases. Yeah. You learn to maintain and live with them. Yeah. And people don't seem to understand that. Yeah. Not you, but people, because you're in the medical field, and I Whoa, think you understand there. that. Yeah. Um, but, like, one of the biggest issues is uh, with the rheumatoid arthritis is her fingers can turn. Yeah. And one of the things the shots is supposed to do is to slow that down and that process. One of her fingers, and if on one of her hand in particular, you can see where her fingers have started to turn. Um, she's only 39, mm-hmm. and, like, it's a lot of people are like, that's really young for this to be like that. Um, but in, in some of the stuff in the last week where she's been in a lot of pain, we've noticed that a different finger that we had never noticed before is starting to turn. And what I mean by turn is mm-hmm. the, the basically the bones rotate and, yeah. and the fingers turn in. So if you like, you put your hand flat and it's like straight up and down mm-hmm. on hers, they're rotated. So, um, that's kind of, it's just been, the weather's gotten hotter and it really blows her out of proportion. Yeah. It makes it yeah. harder for her to do things. So we've kind of gotten into this routine for the last couple of weeks where it's like, well, we can want to do things, but we can't really do things. Yeah. And at the same time, it's, uh, you know, and she feels bad cause she feels like she's hindering things and it's like i, I tell her it's like you're not it's like, i i want to do something I'll, I'll do it like you know you're fine right it's not because of you <laughs> um but um we're kind of a you know she takes her shot sunday which is a little weird because the the days going into it are kind of the batter or the, the batter not the greatest days and saturday we're going to science city and so it's a lot of up and walking around so we're hoping that it's a it's a good day um but because of that and everything else going on, I, I started June 1st, I started a, a goal. Uh, by the time I turned 41, May 12th next year, I want to drop down to, my goal was I wanted to lose 250 pounds. And the last time I weighed myself at the middle of November, I was like 385. And I had gained a lot of weight back from when I was on keto and lost it. And so over the next, six, seven months in my head, I'm like, okay, there are things I want to do. Like I, I've been having normal soda, but basically since the beginning of January, 90% of any soda I drink is zero sugar. Mm-hmm. I, just, I removed that from my diet, water, zero sugar, Coke. And it's not even like a lot, like one or maybe two a day. And then mostly iced tea, unsweetened iced tea, because I've never liked sweet tea anyways. Do you like sweet tea? No, not really. Okay. No, I just, I don't know why I don't have a taste for it. Um, it's too much sugar. It literally tastes too much sugar to me. Um, between being diagnosed with diabetes and having having had a high blood pressure my entire life, it's kind of been one of those things I need to make changes. Mm-hmm. And I've been testing like how to get through an entire day with making changes. So like I tested for like a month and a half a morning eating routine from the time I got up to lunch. I needed I wanted to come up with things that I liked that I didn't think were horrible tasting and things that I felt did good at filling me up and not wanting more food so that by the time I got through my afternoon, got home and ate dinner, I was fine. And then forcing myself not to eat late at night, which is yeah. always the hard part is once. Oh, you're telling me, man, uh, like, <laughs> I can do good. And then like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to watch a show. And it's I'm always like, that. Like, would be great with some popcorn. Right. It's always that eight thirty nine o'clock. Like, you know, I know what I've got in the refrigerator, you know, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. But what was funny was what I wasn't contem- or like really taking into consideration was I spent the first five months of the year practicing 
different things. In essence, I was already watching what I was eating. Mm -hmm. And it threw me, I never like really thought about it. So on my first weigh in, which I was going to weigh myself every Friday, um, my first weigh in June, which was like June 2nd or something, I was 365 and I went, what? Like, yeah, that's not right. Oh yeah. And so I, I, I checked it again. I, I stepped off and I went, something's not right here. So I got back on and I was like, well, you know, I guess really I've already been working on losing weight stuff. Yeah. So I mean, simple <laughs> modifications to diet definitely can oh, have a great effect right. on just, you know, especially like loss of weight and stuff like that. It's amazing. It's amazing. Cause I think we overcomplicate it sometimes. We really, the way do. we try to say like, well, if I just did this, this and this, and it's like, really it's you don't take in as many calories as you burn during the day. Right. And, and I'm, I'm not, against eating healthy i love yeah. shit that's good for me i, I don't like how that's a perfect sentence <laughs> i love shit that's good right. for me what what i don't love is how that stuff costs more than the shit that's not good for me which is kind of one of the things like but i'll eat i'm not adverse to eating anything that's healthy i love salad i love vegetables i've got a joke with a family me and my cousin we used to always go to family events and people be out doing stuff we were always just standing next to the veggie tray it was like carrots, you know, I like broccoli. I'll eat cauliflower. I didn't care. It was like, I love veggie trays. So like when we did poker and you're like, I'm bringing the veggie tray. I was like, yes, there's going to be a veggie tray. Heck yeah. It's just one of those things. <laughs> like, but I like the, it's I my think go -to. my biggest hurdle of things that I don't like that were good for me is I, I've always hated yogurt. Yeah. I've just never, yeah. it dries out my that. mouth and it's like, whatever. Well, Chobani has a zero sugar yogurt that I was like, oh sure. I'll try it. I actually really like it. Mm -hmm. And it's very weird to me that I really like it. And so what I do is like I have one of those in my fridge at work. And so like mid-morning, I take it out and I've got a bag of nothing but dried um, fruit and uh, peanuts and sunflower seeds. And I'll just take a small little itty-bitty handful, put it in it, mix it up, and that's my middle middle morning snack. That'll yeah. get me through lunch. Um, so it's, it's, you know. Yeah, sometimes like with yogurt, it's just the consistency. Like if you find one, for me, it's like, I don't know if it's just like liquidy. I'm like, but like enough, like <laughs> I, I mix the hell solid. out of that yogurt. I tell I'm you, I like, pop Oof. that thing open and I'm like, yeah, mix, I'm like, mix, I need mix, a little mix, crunch mix. Like a for granola in it. I think, for, like, I think it's more the, it's not necessarily the initial mouth feel. Like I used to hate sushi because of the mouth, like you'd bite into it and it was like, I don't, I can't do this. Um, but then I, I was told it was because I was eating bad sushi. And so then I, somebody took me somewhere. It was really nice, expensive sushi. And I was like, Oh, Okay, yeah, this is different. Yogurt's kind of like it's more of the aftertaste and the like the dryness in my mouth, and I'm like, interesting. I need water or something. It's just like I, it's odd. Mm. But the zero sugar one, I really liked. That's good. So, um, the the one thing I had tried to get started on doing was walking again, going to joining the same gym thing mm -hmm. that you have with all the different places in town and going yeah. to it, but because of work and just errands and all sorts of stuff it's like the one aspect i haven't gotten to yeah. have you been weighing yourself still i've been weighing How's myself that been going? i met so i started at three i think it was 364 it was 364 365 on june 1st uh when i weighed myself last friday i was at 352 you're headed the right direction so uh, i and my, my body Toss is in some exercise and well and that's kind it. of like i need to get the the walking in and doing the other things yeah my body has always had high metabolism to where when i'm actually doing something yeah. It'll shed it fast. Yeah. And what's really funny is when I'm actually trying to watch what I'm eating, 
It's good. I'll be able to knock you over soon. <laughs> Bam! You wish. So it's it's, it's all about leverage. Um, when I won't be when you weigh like <laughs> two stone, <laughs> I'll knock you well, right so, over. So, so because my initial goal was two fifty, was to get down to two fifty. When I realized I was already like ahead of the curve, I went ahead and dropped it down to two hundred. Yeah. So now my goal is is two hundred pounds, but which I think is doable. But at the same time, I'm for a year. Yeah, for I don't a year. Think that's like it's really it's an, it's a hundred and fifty pounds. So I think it's a lofty goal, but you know you put the exercise portion in it. Yeah. yeah. The um the fact that uh, I can't uh, <laughs> when I am actually trying to eat healthier, which I think one of my big issues when I was doing keto, I dropped a lot of weight really fast when I was doing keto. Yeah. I got down to three thirty. Yeah. And it was like really weird. One of my problems is. I stopped counting calories mm. and paying attention to the micro things. And I actually don't hit them. I stay way under them because I'm like, well, these things are the good things that are good for me. And then I'm not paying attention to the fact that at the end of the day, I've only put like 1500 calories in and, yeah. but I'm like, well, I, I did every, I ate everything that's good for me. I ate full meals. Yeah. I did this. I think I should be fine. But at the same time, there is still that healthy part of needing to eat. Oh, absolutely. And I think, that's kind of yeah, my, you still got to stay. Yeah. Got to keep that. Whatever your rate metabolism is for the day, your base calories are for the day. You kind of have to still be aware of it. You just, yeah, like cut it down and right. put the good. So fill the good, the tank with the good stuff. So once I get started back on that, I'm hoping that it, it really keeps going. And my goal is to, yeah, get down to good for you. Well, good for you, man. Um, which means we need to go on walks again. I'm all for it. I love, love walking. What if we walked too far? Yeah. Um, I don't know how the, how are the sidewalks? Yeah, we've got sidewalk, enough sidewalks to get there to the stoplight. Yeah, I'd be good. I'd be good for that. Um, Sam, what you been watching? You've been watching lots of things. Yeah, we both have. We have been. Well, let's talk about the things we've been watching. So we can talk about the same time. We don't have to, I don't have to let you then me go. Uh, I want to, I do want to start with Dr. Strange too. Okay. If you don't mind. Yeah, please. Um, first of all, like or dislike? I was in the middle. In I the middle? Yeah, I was okay, I think. Okay, I'm going to try and do this without being spoilerish. Um, I felt like the first half of the movie, they were just throwing shit out, trying to find what would stick, and I wasn't sure if they knew like, where they were going to go. And then the movie ended, and I felt, well, it just felt like you knew where you needed to get to, mm. but you, you started the movie unsure of, like, because it was just like, oh, here's this, here's this. I hated the little origin story they gave the chick that can do stuff i'm like you really devoted literally 30 seconds to telling me who this girl is right and her history and i'm just like i don't know but yeah i will say you know this is this seems to be a marvel movie that like you kind of have to know stuff oh you, you totally have like to. you need to know you have like, to know like the, the shows that have been out yeah. and, and you probably would be in game to know like the movies like where she came from initially like um, Wanda Maximoff and everything. Right. Because there's just a lot of like, I think you could understand, like if you hadn't seen anything else before, you could get the basic concept of just like, here's good, here's bad, you're thrown into this world and go. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, I started, I watched the movie Serenity before Firefly. Didn't know anything about same. it. Uh, same. We like, did the exact yeah, same thing. The, and, but it's like, I got enough of the concept, but I really enjoyed it that I felt like I got enough of little stories from them that yeah. I was like, okay. Um, that Do you feel like it helped you enjoy the series more? Yeah, absolutely. I think I kind of then was like, now I'm more inter- a little bit more interested about this and went back and watched it and enjoyed it. Um, but like, this is one that I'm like, wow, man, if you didn't really know that like um, Dr. Strange and his female love interest were 
right. you know, female love interest. And I forgot she was who played his love yeah. interest. I was and like, then oh, there's like that. just there's little pieces and portions that you like if you didn't know about it exactly, I feel like you could be kind of confused coming into this. So movie. do you think there was too much of a gap between the first one and the second one? And too or do you think too much shit happened between the first one and the second one? Um there is just because, because half the MCU yeah. happened. It is way. almost funny now because at this point, like there's almost like a I, I kind of almost wondered, in, like, is there going to be a little recap? Like, are they going to play a recap before with it being on Disney Plus? Because I'm like, a right. lot of stuff. So, did you see it in theater or on Disney Plus? I saw it on Disney Plus. Okay, which is what I. Yeah, I just kind of was like, I was going to go, same with you. I kind of wanted to go see it in theater, but then I was like, oh, it's coming out the 22nd. I, I'll just, I'll just yeah. wait. It's almost here. That's basically what I I'll did. I'll just watch it. And it's then, and awesome. then once they got here, it was like, oh shit, Lightyear comes out in a couple of weeks. Well, let's just yeah. wait to. <laughs> yeah, and so I was just kind of like, okay, and then. I, I don't know if it decreased my enjoyment of the movie as a whole. Like if I'd seen it in a theater, I think I kind of would have probably spectacle. Seen, yeah. The spectacle would have been cool to be like, wow, that's pretty neat. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know. I think the scene, the multiverse jumping scenes would have been yeah. way cooler with the sound and the big screen. Probably. Probably so. so. And I just think too, like it, there is like a question in my head and I'm just like, am I getting Marvel fatigue maybe a little bit? Like, am I kind of getting, like, I feel like there's so much out there. But also, at the same time, while there's a lot, I'm just like, but I'm happy that all this exists because I know there are people that love it. And so right. I'm like, so it's one of those, I'm like, maybe I'm starting to kind of just be like, okay, all these movies are starting to feel a little bit like, here's the good guy, here's the bad guy, and it's resolved. But then it's kind of moves you to like, here's other stuff that can be and happening. don't forget on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of like, okay. And, you know, the next... Thor comes out July 27th or something like that. Yeah, which sometime. seems way quicker than I was also yeah, anticipating sometime that. Next month. And so I kind of am like, all right, I'm going to go see it, you know, and I'm just like kind of like, well, I, at least that is the one thing that Marvel has definitely, I mean, was so wise and smart to do is like put like everything's together because it's like everything's linked now. And it's just like, geez, like I feel like I need to watch them. Otherwise, I'm going to be behind. Right. With whatever else is going on and like the movies and the series and everything. So I do, I'm going to do, I do want to do a little bit of spoiler discussion here. So I'm just going to say real quick, um, I'm going to look at the show notes because I'm going to tell you what time the spoiler starts and then what time the spoiler ends. Okay. So starting now, I want to talk about the Illuminati stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I knew Professor X was there. Yeah. I did not know about John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, okay, which I also want to say getting to see, um, Mordo. No. Captain what, America. Or yeah. Captain um, Carter. Captain Carter. I yeah. thought that was great. Yeah. She's been deserved of that spot for a little while. So it was cool to see her and yeah. to get to see her fight a little bit later on. Right. But I'm like, okay, I'm watching everything. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then just, whoo. Pops in, John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic, and I was like, what? Like, I was just not prepared for it, and Monica kept laughing at me, because I'm like, yes, yes, okay, suit looks good, I'm good with the suit, he looks good, he looks like he's got the part, okay, what, what, what's happening here? And so, like, I was just yeah. enthralled in the scene watching him talk and do everything, and then, I, and then when they went to go fight Wanda, I was like, please let him do something. Like, don't, like, show me something. I, I didn't even care how small it was. Yeah, and they was did. Like, I want to see him stretch. Like, show it to me and make it look good. And they did, and they made it look good. And now I'm just like, okay, so that means this is canon. And that means when they go to do the Final Four, or the Fantastic Four movie, 
he is playing Mr. Fantastic. That is what the suit's going to look like, and I'm okay with that. That's what I want. Give me the rest of the cast. Do everything. I, like, spiraled really fast during that. It was, like, my favorite part of the whole movie because of my personal attachment to Fantastic Four. So I guess I just want to know as an outsider, what was yeah. your shot your, of the well, whole Illuminati I, thing? I had, a, like, that spoiled for me. So I was kind of ah. like, I knew about it coming in. And it's one of those that I'm kind of just like, I don't know. Like, you did fine. But I'm just like, but I also don't know, like, Fantastic Four all that well. Right. And a lot of discussion has been, like, he wasn't, like, kind of, like, s- like smug enough, basically. They're, like, he needs to be a little bit more, like, I'm smarter than you. I get and that. And he kind of came off but as, we're But we're also talking about a multi-different, yeah, you know. And I do think, I mean, look at, like, Captain Carter and um, Captain Marvel were different characters. Right. And so I'm like, there's no guarantee that Krasinski is going to play this. Like, no. Like, it no. could be somebody else. And um, I, there was just a thing I read on Twitter that Kevin Feige did it because so many people had asked for... Oh, Krasinski. but people have been wanting Krasinski is, yeah. as him for a while. And so I don't know. But, like, you know, there's always the thing, too, that people are like, well, a lot of that was shot with green screen with the actors actually not there and separated. And so sometimes does that play into, like, them interacting with each other? Right. Because it is probably so much easier to interact when you've got, like, somebody across from you or, like, right next to you versus, like, if you're in a room and you're having, like, okay, here's the scene. You've got all these people around you, <laughs> right. you know, versus, and I can only imagine. Like, when anytime they filled anything with rocket. All right. There's a, there's a raccoon here. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's cussing at you for some reason. Right. Don't worry about Calling it. Calling you taser face. So, <laughs> um, so it's just one of those that I was like, it felt okay. And um, I don't have any beloved, like, holding to the Fantastic Four where I'm just like, oh, man, that's my, my people. I'm just like, yeah. there'll be another well, movie. I'm excited for it. I'm just looking forward. Yeah. Um, Obi-Wan is finished. Yeah. Um, I want to know your opinion of the series as a whole. And how it ended. Because uh, I have opinions on that. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I can just say, what, let's just, you don't need to make this. Like, don't, no. like, there's no point. Like, why did you do this? Like, other, I'm just like, there's just the things that you're just like, this is just goofy as all get out, which is kind of Star Wars. Like, I'm going right, to be serious. Right. Like, I know that, like, goofy, Star Wars is not, like, this historical, like, very dramatic type acting. But there is just, like, a part where I'm just like, jeez. Like, kill somebody like actually like stabbing them with a lightsaber or like okay you're shooting at this door that you're trying to open and then you just walk up and slice it with your saber i'm like what the that was that was a that was just like give me a break like you're like you're trying to like disconnect me from this like belief of like right i feel like it's just trying to trick me of like oh no this is the way and i'm just like no i i have fully believed now at this point that everybody in the Star Wars universe is just more genetically stupid than everybody else. That's like how I've decided because I'm just like, the stormtroopers can't hit Jack Swat. They like snuck out of a like top secret facility with a jacket over somebody. Like nobody goes in. Um, you, you just are like, hey, top secret facility. And it's the, just the, the old trope of, well, I'm going to, you really want to ask the commander this? And I'm just like, I'm so tired of stuff like that working. So I want to, I want to, I want to bring some And then back. let's be honest, the lightsaber at this point, I'm just like, this is the least effective weapon that right. exists in the universe. Cause like five people got stabbed by it and they'd be fine. So I'm just so, like, holy crap. What is this? Um, we, so last so our last episode you were telling me about, cause I hadn't watched three yet yeah. and you were talking about this whole thing with a leg because they were trying to hide and there was a leg right there when the stormtroopers. Yes. Went. And I was like, okay, 
Monica and I are sitting there watching it, and it happens, and I had to pause it, and I went, oh, my God. Yes. Sam was right. I was like, what I'm was like, that? Am I, and that's the thing is, I'm like, am I insane? I rewound it and hit pause, right. and I, I was, was like, like did, they, did they, like, come around a corner that I didn't see, but it look, makes them look like they're walking they just walk straight, straight down a hallway, and it's literally Obi-Wan hiding behind a column, but, like, his whole body is exposed right. before he gets there, and I'm like... Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, everybody in this universe is more genetically <laughs> like stupid than the rest of any universe that exists because they just <laughs> they buy into the dumbest stuff. They can't hit jack squat. Like the only thing that's kind of cool about it is the force and maybe droids, and that's about it. So, so real quick, so here here's how I looked at the series. I I liked the first episode. Second episode was like okay. The two middle episodes were boring as hell. And like really rough to get through. Um, the second to last episode was better, but rough. But I really liked the last episode. I liked yeah. the way they wrapped up some things and the the fight, the big fight scene at the end. And I was like, if there's anything that's commendable, that fight scene between the you know Darth Vader and right. Obi Wan, as you probably expected, was I was like, this is kind of cool to kind of see like how the, the atmosphere and the way and they the atmosphere did it. and the things were being used, but. Gosh, dang, once again, like, I get, like, the whole walking the path of Jedi and everything. And, I mean, it's not a spoiler because you know he's alive. Right. I'm just like, just kill him. Just kill him, man. Like, this guy's a bad guy. Yeah. You could have like, ended the Star Wars universe in one shot. Younglings. Right. Like, like, he's not a good person. I also want to say. And you, I know you have a personal attachment with him, because, but I'm like, dude, he's bad. Right. Like. If I was like, here's somebody that like I have an opportunity that's like slaughtered like kids, yeah, you know, I I'd just be like, sorry, dude, but you're a bad yeah. guy. Slice. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the actress that played the third sister. Yeah. And I felt she did better in the last two episodes when she wasn't trying to be commanding and like an ass hat. And but the last two episodes, I was like, yeah, she does this better. And she does the... You know what she does really well? Just shrug off lightsaber stats. Just shrug off, yeah. yeah <laughs> like everybody it. in the universe? Yeah, I was like... Because I was like, so Obi she's, so she's dead. No. He's the only person that... Yeah, apparently. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. I love... Um, people are like, well, the nice thing is, is all these other characters had plot armor. If you don't have plot armor on, of course you're dead. But if you have <laughs> plot armor on, apparently... With a in a narrow hallway with a thousand people blasting at you, right? You can be fine. You know, I said to Monica, I'm like, oh, this is until a, you're not fine, right? I said this is a choke point. Like, honestly, if all the rebels or all the Jedi, whatever, were behind that, and you have all these stormtroopers filtering in through this like round, because the way they show it is like this rounded, yeah, narrow kind of choke like corridor. I'm like, dude, you get like a line of people. It's fish in a barrel. Like they come around no the joke. corner and they're they're gone. Yeah, and not only that, but you've also just had a big gun that you were shooting at the door. And, and I'm just like wanna... I'm just like they just forget stuff. And so like I said, everybody else is just like their IQ's like fifty and below. That's what I've decided. That's how I'm gonna enjoy watching the rest of anything, anything Star Wars. Because I'm just like everybody's just dumb. So I will tell you what I'm enjoying way more than anything that we wanted yeah. was Mrs. Miss Marvel. Me too. It's really I've got like I really I like the show. The girl. <laughs> she's great. She, like almost Especially like, the newest it... episode was like she looks like she's she's there. Yeah. She figured out who she is and what she's doing. And there's like a scene where she's sitting there talking to her grandmother. Like she's yeah. talking about how she doesn't know. 
like why or what or anything. And I'm like that she like nailed that mm-hmm. that whole delivery with everything. But just the aesthetic, everything about it, I really like the character and what they're doing with it. The, and the one little thing that I kind of am just like, maybe we can just I, I don't I'm just like, do we have to introduce a baddie? Can we just let her like kind of find herself? Like right. do we need a baddie every show? Like a new mm-hmm. like, hey, here's yeah. your bad crew. I'm like, can it not just be because like I love the aesthetic. Like the way that they like like the um stuff will pop up in neon, like the texting and stuff. I'm like, oh man, it's like so uh physically like virtu- like visually just appealing. I'm just like, wow, how are they gonna do this and that? And especially with her being younger and gaining yeah. her powers, I'm like, can we just not just like have a series that's like about her coming into her own why do we need a big bad like a minor bat a minor one would yeah. be perfect like exactly something just like tiny and just some of the cgi has been a little bit like spotty which yeah. you know it's a tv show so i'm kind of like okay right but i love her and i just i think her interaction with her family and stuff too is, right. is, is great and so i'm just like i'm okay just with like maybe this just being like a like you know how whenever um um captain america Winter Soldier came out and it felt like, oh my gosh, they're doing like a serious tone right, 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 spy right. show. I'm like, could this not just be like a Gilmore Girls type, like <laughs> Miss Marvel, like right. um, Miss Maisel type show? Right. Like, just have it be like talking and interactions and yeah. like dealing with like powers in high school and like kind of like, yeah, if you need a minor baddie, like maybe put something little, but like, I don't right. know that we need to bring in another big, like, oh, here's a big bad somebody that she's probably going to take care of by the end. Yeah. So I don't know, but but it's going but good, like and, and I'm liking. Yeah, the I like show. the rest of it. Um, so, Stranger Things is out. Yeah. The well, so they released season four in two two um, drops, basically. Okay. Okay. So it's, it was seven episodes, I want to say, um, for uh, this first part, and then the second part is just going to be two episodes, but they're like two hours long. Okay. And it drops July 1st. So it like you kind of got like a little bit of like a, not a cliffhanger, but let's say it's not been wrapped up like this season and everything. But this season's been good. And I feel like um, the Duffer brothers that wrote and produced it and stuff like that for Netflix have kind of done a, a good job of the tone and where they're going with it. And man, like I, the fact that you haven't watched it surprises me because it's such an 80s like draw like and, and is that what turns you off to it is that no. you feel it no no we'll get into that but okay I, if, if, but I'll, I, I, I'll let you finish but since you haven't know. seen anything i don't want to i'm not going to say anything to you know bring right. out any spoiler or anything about it but all i can say is that i'm enjoying it it may not be as much as when i saw like the first season where i was like oh man i really like some of like this stuff um but a lot of the stuff i mean they just they just constantly keep pulling from like areas of my nostalgia like there was a scene in one of the episodes where i was like this is from something but i was like i can't quite place it yet but i was like i know it's from something and i was talking to emily about it because we've been watching it and then the soundtrack is just it slaps baby it's yeah so, it's so well it's good. got it it's i know like, it's so good I, and i heard this season in particular was supposed to have like an oh amazing... it's incredible and it's just amazing so that's so, my so let me let me talk a little bit about stranger things yeah so we we watched the first several episodes we really liked it. We wanted to keep going. I, at the time, had a feeling that Austin might like it. Mm. And we talked about it, and we decided, you know, maybe not life. Life. Life happens. We never went back to it. Seasons come and go. Seasons all this stuff. Earlier this year, I'm, like, pumped. I'm, like, I want to get back into Stranger Things. I want to finally take the time to sit and watch it. And I'm, like, Austin, 
I think you can handle anything that might have bothered you. Like you, since then you've seen. Yeah, I've yeah, shown yeah. him. He's seen so much. He's yeah. the books my, he's my read. My watches has watched all of it. Right. So, I'm. He can handle it in every aspect. And then, I say, Austin, we're gonna start watching Stranger Things again. I want you to watch it with us. So we can, like, you know, there's something we can, you know, bond yeah, about, talk over, fun, get yeah, into. The new season's kids, coming out, sure. blah, 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 blah. I don't want to. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to? I don't want to. I just don't want to do it. Like, there's a comedian that always tells jokes about his teenage son. And he always talks about it like this. And I'm like, why does he always make his son sound like a dumbass? Sounds well, like a teenager to me. Because because he, he doesn't sound like a dumbass. He just sounds like a teenager. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, the amount of times... Austin and I'm, I know I hope he's listening because I know he can hear me. He goes, oh, yeah. It's like, oh my god. So he he shoots me down, which kills my buzz about wanting to watch Stranger Things. Oh, that's a bummer, man. You should just get back into it. Fast I'd love forward. To- Two months. Yeah. Austin says to me, my buddy really wants me to come over and watch it and hang out with him one night. Oh, okay. What are you guys doing? We're gonna watch Stranger Things. Well, of course, because and I friend. went and I went no. And he's like, "What do you mean no?" And I said, "No," and I got really, really mad. <laughs> like, hey, man, you know your dad who wants to spend some time with you and hang out with you. Brandon, we're not watch, cool, man. Watch we're something cool. I think you will enjoy. Yeah. So, you know, spend some quality father son time together. And you shot me down like uh, no, but oh my my little friend that I play Minecraft and Fortnite with and blah 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 blah. Oh, he wants to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, man, we're gonna go watch Stranger Things. Man, I'll tell you what. I, I told him he could go over and watch it, but it, it took a lot. It took a lot it of, of, and it hurt. It really did. It, it hurt but right you here. To the core. To the core. And I told him, I was like, man, you just stabbed me in the back and twisted the knife. Like, what What the yeah. heck, man? Welcome to parenthood. I know. I know. I'm, I'm mildly over it now. Yeah. I get it. Other than the fact that I'm saying this as loud as possible with hopes that he's hearing and That's okay. every single I, I, word. I think I can speak for a lot of us parents out there. We've been there with, especially with teenagers where middle school is going to get worse on Kai. Oh, I know. I hope you I understand. I, dude, I understand <laughs> it. And that's the hard thing is he's such a sweet kid. And like him and I are bros. I Kai never changes. I do too. He's, he's my bro, man. And we like, you know, we were talking uh, the other day when I was dropping him off at um, uh, summer school, um, we were listening to, is it 93.3? What is it? 93.3. Mix with, 93? Yeah, Mix 93. We're listening yeah, yeah, to Mix yeah. 93. And there was a thing on there like... God, I hate that radio station. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but it was talking about... Because Father's Day was coming up. And it's like, is there something you do with your dad or whatever? Something that you remember from your dad? He called in and was like... Actually got on the radio. And he's like, yeah, me and my dad do bro dates. He's like, we like... <laughs> you know, look... Because he's like, can I call? And I was like, yeah, let's give it a try. We'll see. And you didn't know what he was going to say or anything? He was no, like, he oh. told me, he's like, we should tell him where we do bro dates. And I was like, sure. So he's like, yeah, we do bro dates where we kind of like come up with plans and we go out and do things together. And they're like, man, that's really cool. But then he was on the radio nice. at the time. And I was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. And then when he went into class, somebody was like, I think I maybe heard you on the radio. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was me. But it's just, it's, it's one of those things that I'm like, I really do enjoy it. And, but I understand like, I mean, I think the, he's, Austin's your firstborn. Yeah. Anya's my, was my first burn. It wasn't like we were like the tightest of like pals, but we were definitely like, you're my girl. Right. Like you've, she always will be my girl. But as she got into Became her teenage teenager. years and stuff like that, it's just one of those, they start naturally pushing away. Man, it really does hurt a lot. But I think the encouraging thing is I do feel like 
what I see from a lot of parents is it comes back around eventually where they don't see you quite as much as like, oh, I hope so. I hope dumb. he doesn't yeah. hate me forever. But you just, you have to get through that difficult time. And it is, it, my wife has even said with my son, she's like, I, I just not looking forward to that day. He becomes more like Anya because we know uh, it's coming and there's going to be more the, testosterone. Your, your son has such a, an old soul, he does. which is, which is oddly enough, something that is, was always used to describe Austin when yeah. he was younger. It's that he's just, he, is. He's, he sometimes acts like an 80 year old man in yeah. a, in a the, little boy's body. And it's like, okay, I'll tell a little, um, <laughs> a story about that. So he's at this church camp right now. And I think like they have lights out at like 1030 or something right, like right. that. And, you know, he's been there since Monday and Emily was like, he called her today and they were talking. He's like, yeah, I'm having a really good time, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but I don't know if I want to come back next year. And she goes, well, why? And he's like, I don't know that I can stay up this late. <laughs> he's like, oh, I love sleep. it. And I'm just like, oh, that's my butt. And I was like, but I was like, I bet he'll remember it. And, you know, he'll forget that by next right. year and then like think back fondly on that. But just like the whole like, like, oh, I just need my sleep. Because he does. I mean, they, they are in bed typically by nine at the latest and yeah. like i mean they do stay up occasionally um That's, but that reminds he, me he likes to sleep Austin, one of austin's best friends anytime he, he comes over and hangs out and stays the night i'm always like well it's 10 o'clock justin looks like he's ready for bed and i'm like in my head i'm like i never went to sleep when i would hang out at a buddy's house for yeah. the night oh, and same. it was like same and i'm we like how is he like night. austin come upstairs I'm like what are you guys doing you playing like gta or something justin's asleep i'm like oh yeah Okay. Well, and that's what cracks me up um, <laughs> about Kai is that he'll, if he's somewhere and he's tired, I mean, he'll just lay down and fall asleep. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. He's just like, I know I'm, I know I'm ready for sleep. I'm just going to go but, to bed. But, you know, there are a lot of kids, especially when you're that age and you're trying to impress other people and you're trying to fit in, that are going to force themselves to, like, stay up, maybe eat some crap that they don't want to mm -hmm. eat just so that they can keep going. Yeah. I used to do that even in my 20s with certain friends. Oh, like, yeah, let's, completely, let's, you know. completely. But at the same time, the fact that right now, at least, and not quite a teenager yet, but almost there, right now he can say, dude, 8.30, I'm dead. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going, I'm going. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm headed home. Last call. Then <laughs> <laughs> my last home. soda for the and night. You know, I done. also have friends that are, you know, in their 20s and 30s that they're just like, I just, I go to bed early. That's my thing. Yeah. They're just like, I don't stay up. And it's like, hey, more power to you if you right. know that. And like a couple of them are like, you know, it gets past 10. And I'm like, oh, this is late for you. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, it is. But I'm just like, hey, if you know that like you need this amount of sleep and you have to go to bed at this time. And like, I'm an early riser. So right. it's like, if I stay up late, I'm going to pay for it because my body's just going to wake up. I'm going to wake up probably by six at the latest. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to be up and I'll be like a little bit more tired. But it's just, yeah, it's just the way it is. Um, we don't have a lot of time for gaming stuff, but I do want to talk about a couple things. You said you have a Fall Guys. I just story. have a funny Fall Guys. Story. So, so tell me, Fall Guys just released for uh, free free to play on Xbox Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah, Nintendo Switch, and um, and so Kai and I were sitting there. I said, "Hey, we should give it a try." And so, like, I play, and I think I I don't make it on the first round or whatever. And so I'm just like, "Had you played it before?" Yeah, I played okay. it before. So I was just like, "Son of a!" I can't remember. I just kept making some mistake or whatever, and I was like, "Whatever." So Kai hops on. I think there's five rounds, right? Right, right. Five rounds. Yeah. And sometimes you're competed against everybody, and sometimes you're competing as teams. Right. So it I just selects the, the game randomly. Ones, and so he's going, gets through the first round. And I was like, okay, like in the, I think it was 40, and he got like 30s. And I was like, cool, man, you made it. Second round, it's he got no team games. Second round comes, it's like, it's going to eliminate pe people off of this platform. You just got to stay on it. And I think it was going to get down to 20. Yeah. So he survives that one. He goes to the next round. 
Third round, survives that one. Fourth round, survives that one. Fifth round, he's there with 10 other people. And I'm just like, this is it, man. I said, it's just, he's like, I'm just happy I made it. And I was like, yeah, it's awesome. And it's one where there's a spinning wheel. And oh, one's, God. One's going one direction. Yep. One's yep. going the you other direction. It. And he's going, and I'm just like watching it. And I'm like, somebody ticked off. Somebody ticked off. And I was like, dude, you're like top five, top four, top three. I was like, there's one other person. And then he's like jumping around and does this like dashing jump that I'm like, oh, dude, you almost like went down. The guy makes a mistake, falls. He won it. His first, first run. One. I was like, Bull. which that's crap. Which he had, <laughs> has played it before on PlayStation, right? Because I have a PlayStation Two, but on his first one, booting it up, PlayStation on, as well. That game is not available on PlayStation Two. Oh, thank you. Yeah, PlayStation, <laughs> Sorry. PlayStation as well. But I was just like, and he's like. This is awesome. Like he's good up and he's like, Yeah, let's go. And I don't I need like, to play anymore. And I was just like, Done. I, I was like, I yeah, I don't know why you would. Like you just had the best possible run. Well, here's a question though. Person. Here's a question though. Was he on your name? Yeah, he was ha! on my name. There I you know. go. You get credit for I that. Do, I got the credit. You get to for go, it. look, hey guys, I've won this yeah, before. Exactly. Too. So <laughs> I was kinda like, This is awesome. And then I went and I think I made it to round three the next go around. That's Because awesome. I it was one where there's a big fan <sighs> and it spins and I was it was like, Well, I'm going this way, and I didn't realize the fan was moving. Oh, <laughs> I right. was like, "Whoops!" Well, <laughs> so I was the first one off. I hate the one at the end where the different pieces fall, and you go fall down to the one level, and you oh, fall yeah. down to the other one. Yeah, That's yeah. the one that gets me. Um, I have a question: What's going on with your play date? I don't know. I did get a second email that said it's like basically they're in the process, like they've shipped out the. Um, level one, like, you know, all those people that like reserved it and they've got them all supplied. So they're on level two of shipping. So it could arrive any moment. Any moment. I'm, I'm so I'm excited. I'm so I'm, excited to see this. I've thing. kind of been starting to want to get a steam deck. I've seen yeah. so much stuff they're about it. Up production too. Right. And it's like kind of one of those, like I had no desire, but like Same. the more I see stuff, I'm like, I'm and, and so far, so everything I have heard, people are just like, I love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Like basically I, Vita 2.0 is yeah, better form. Basically. And it's just, it's insane because I was like, yeah, I never like ever thought I'd be interested in it. And I, I personally would not get it just because I'm not gaming enough right now at this point. Right. But I'm like, man, everybody that is getting it is talking high praise about it. They're saying the fans are louder than anything, but it's, it, it, look at like, what it is. I mean, I know, yeah, exactly. it's going to. People um, are running God of War on that thing. Um, and then last, last thing. Uh, real quick, uh, I've played a little bit. You sound like you've beaten it. You like in the? Did you like the TMNT? Yeah, Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, yeah. Shredder's Did you ever Revenge play? Did great. you ever play the oh, old all, all the arcade? Right. All the arcade ones. TMNT and, and Time. Yeah, that was the best one. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. favorite one. Loved it. But man, they definitely like. It, it's simple, but it can also be like you can kind of. Um, it's hot, got some higher level stuff to it too. Right, if right. you like want to plan and everything. And I mean, they just nailed the aesthetic. They nailed the look. They nailed the feel and everything like that. And it's just enjoyable. The bosses are better, like their pattern type bosses. So it's like you can honestly get through bosses without getting hit. If you just right. like, recognize the pattern, you're like, oh, they do this. So I need to do this and yeah. move around and everything. Um, and yeah, I beat it. And it's it's worth to beat it just for the music at the end. Dude, oh, it's, yeah? it's killer. They got, I guess, um, two of the members of Wu-Tang Clan to write a rap. Dude, yeah, oh shit, now I gotta it's, go upstairs and beat the game right insane. now. It's insane. It's really good. And I was just like, wow. And it just was like, I did played it with my son. We played, you know, it it's like two or three hours. So it doesn't take long to get through, but it was just enjoyable enough. I was like, this is just like easy and the things we're doing are fun. And like, there's little um, challenges, you know, as you're going through each stage, it's like, hey, try to do it without getting hit, which that one's a 
like I never got through that one. That was impossible. And it's like, do, you know, trigger three traps, or do this type of move, you know, 10 times or something like that. Right. And it was like, this is fun. Like I had a good time just like beating it real quickly. And, um, I definitely would go back like again, if like you guys were all hopping on. Well, yeah, they, the one night they, they really wanted to two nights i was just there was life it just i couldn't do oh it, it just and it yeah. was, that's just how it happens um last question i have for you sir um do, do you still feel confident about ragnarok releasing this year yeah i think cautiously <laughs> optimistic <laughs> you went from no yeah. i don't think so either to it's releasing because I, I, mean, I think the problem that i'm seeing but i is just that like so many people are like all right big release there's tomorrow. no information and then it want. like then it kind of like pulls back and they're like Okay, they, we didn't get anything, so now it's coming. It's yeah. coming next yeah, week. I think it's too many people happens. on edge wanting information. Well, absolutely. Because Sony's never said, hey, we have a state of play this week. No. But everybody's been like, there's a state of play coming. And you're like, yeah, and, where are right, you seeing and nothing's this? coming up on it. But yes, <laughs> with a question mark. <laughs> I, I feel like they're just, they're biding their time. They're just like, hey, we've got yeah, a, maybe maybe that's the thing. They've got a whole cycle that they're like, we know right. when we know when we want to start releasing stuff because we want to build. Corey up to Barlog like, put out a statement today saying, "Please be patient. We will release information as we have planned to release it." He said, "If it was yeah. up to me, I would tell everybody things as I knew it was happening." But we have a yeah the thing yeah it'll be, it'll they just soon. they want to they want to you know blow it up when they come out right. and can you blame them? No, yeah, of course no, they no. do. Biggest game they're going to release so far yeah, in the exactly. last like since the last one really. Right. And so they're like, "We've got a timeline." I'm sure they know what it is, and they're just like, "We're." either on schedule or we're behind and we know that we're going to delay or we don't know. Right. And I feel like, I feel like, yes, they probably are on time and they have their plan. And that's why they're just being like, Hey man, we don't want to say anything until we know we can have that cycle where it's like, God of war, God of war, God of war, God of war. Yeah, and, that's and, like, just and like just build everything. it up. And so that then when it does come out, 200 million sold. That's some exactly crazy exaggeration. Like that. But yeah. Well, you never know. Sir, it's good seeing you. It's good to see you too. Um, if we don't do this again before, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. On your, your float trip. Yeah. And uh, maybe the next episode will be... I like uh, calling it a float trip. That's right? Because it sounds leisurely. That and sounds nice You're going to be cracking some beers yeah. and you know telling jokes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, heck yeah. After... Not know, on the verge of death in uh, the cold dark. After being Missouri there 120 night. miles into a river race. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to be like, man, you know what? I want to crack a cold one and just like... A cold one is in ice pack yeah. for just everything. Oh, I need this. So, yeah. sir... It's good seeing you. I look forward to talking to you again. Likewise. And everybody, enjoy. Oh, I did that too fast. Enjoy your games.